Now, I know what you're thinking. Yeah, if I had a million dollars and didn't have to worry about making a check to feed my family, I could be charitable just like those big shooters, right? Wrong. You don't need to be charitable at their levels, but you can be charitable at your level, regardless of your income level. But how, you say? Actually, there are very small things that most anybody can do that can make an impact on someone in need, and it doesn't have to be a grand gesture. It can be very small but effective. Welcome to the Mind Wrench Podcast with your host, Rick Sellover, where minor adjustments produce major improvements in mindset, personal growth, and success. This is the place to be every Monday where we make small improvements and take positive actions in our business and personal lives that will make a major impact in our success, next-level growth, and quality of life. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Mind Wrench Podcast. I'm your host, Rick Salover. Thanks so much for tuning in and spending a few minutes with me today. And if you haven't done so already, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss another episode. This week, as I was wanting to stop the whirlwind of life for just a second and help send all of us into a more peaceful, positive, and charitable holiday season, especially after the continuing negative atmosphere we've endured this past 20 months or so, I was reflecting back on some of my previous episodes and listened to this one from last December. Yeah, I know. I can't believe I've been doing these podcasts for over a year now. It feels like I'm just getting started. Well, hopefully you're enjoying my messages and they're providing some value to you in some small way, making your life maybe just a little bit better. So anyways, after re-listening to last year's episode number 16, I felt it was still an important message to share this Christmas season once again, to refocus our minds on something we can easily forget about, something important, taking the focus off ourselves for just a minute, and how to help those less fortunate than ourselves, to be a little bit more charitable practice a little philanthropy. And hey, some of you are probably new listeners to the show and have not heard this before anyways. So let's relax a bit, open our hearts, open our minds, and listen to this throwback to Christmas time 2020, episode 16, Giving is Living. So I've been thinking about this past couple days and I wanted to share this with you today. So here we are mid-December, a few weeks away from Christmas, and right smack dab in the heart of giving season. Well, traditionally, we start feeling the stress of what to get for our spouses, for our kids, our parents, or siblings, or relatives, or maybe our friends and coworkers, right? I mean, this is the gift-giving season in all its overindulgent, make sure to get a gift receipt, oh my God, I can't seem to find anything for so-and-so glory, right? Well, this is also the one time of year that some or maybe most of us take the focus off ourselves and our loved ones just for a minute, just a little bit to think about doing something for some of the less fortunate ones in our communities, or maybe even further out in our state, or maybe in our country, right? And we may have a few grand thoughts of doing something big or something that seems significant to us in our minds. You know, like helping out uh, distribute food at a soup kitchen, you know, like you see in the commercials, or deliver meals to homebound seniors, or maybe finding a family in need and buying all the gifts uh, for their kids for them. I know I've had these grand thoughts myself almost every single year, but in reality, the thought usually gets kicked down the road a bit until it's almost Christmas, and we either settle on something on a smaller scale, like maybe a little bigger check at the collection plate at church, or or one last-minute bag of clothes dropped off at Salvation Army, or we just decide to skip it altogether, because we're just too darn busy right now, aren't we? 
and resolve to do something better next year. Does any of this ring any red kettlebells for you? I've got a pop quiz for you. Do you know what J.K. Rowling, Tony Robbins, Pitbull, you know, the singer, Sir Richard Branson, Michael Jordan, Bill and Melinda Gates, Elton John, Oprah, Mark Zuckerberg, and Warren Buffett all have in common? Besides having money, they're all philanthropists. Now, I must confess, up until I was in my early 50s, I honestly didn't know what a philanthropist was. I didn't. I'd always heard big names like Bill Gates or Warren Buffett tied to that designation, a philanthropist, and I just figured it was a job description for people with shitloads of money. Really. I would see it as a title after their name and just assumed it was their new billionaire title. But as I read lots of books and listened to lots of audio recordings, podcasts, and trainings from some very successful entrepreneurs and business leaders, I got a better vision of what that word philanthropist really meant. So let's start with a dictionary definition. Philanthropist, a person who seeks to promote the welfare of others, especially by the generous donation of money to good causes. In short, a philanthropist is someone who donates their money, experience, time, talent, or skills to help others and create a better world. Though we often think of a philanthropist as someone who has millions of dollars to donate, you don't have to be a famous philanthropist with a huge net worth to qualify. Andrew Carnegie was famous for his quest to spend the first half of his life acquiring wealth and the second half giving it away where it would benefit the most and do the least harm. Sir Richard Branson has committed to giving half of his $5.4 billion fortune away through his nonprofit Virgin United in the next five years. Tony Robbins has been on a mission since his teenage years to feed the hungry. He has provided over 500 million meals to those in need, with a goal to feed 1 billion people. Here's something to remember. It's not the amount of wealth in dollars that makes them charitable. It's the amount of desire in their hearts and minds to do something for those less fortunate and to make a difference in the world, to serve others as much as possible. In fact, most of these well-known people find their true drive to be successful is directly tied to how much they can serve others and ultimately make a substantial difference and improve our world. The concept of being a philanthropist is the same if you make 40000 or 400000 or $4 million a year. It's just the percentage of your income, wealth, or time that you can comfortably donate to a bigger cause than you. That means the only difference between people like you and I and, let's say, Pitbull, besides the ability to make it look and feel like Miami wherever he is, is the dollar value of the contributions made, not the value or impact on someone's life we can make. The quantity of their giving may be more than you and I can match, but the quality of giving and the quality of impact on others can be equal. Now, I know what you're thinking. Yeah, if I had a million dollars and didn't have to worry about making a check to feed my family, I could be charitable just like those big shooters, right? Wrong. You don't need to be charitable at their levels, but you can be charitable at your level, regardless of your income level. But how, you say? Actually, there are very small things that most anybody can do that can make an impact on someone in need, and it doesn't have to be a grand gesture. It can be very small but effective. For as little as a dollar in change, you can make someone's day, which could set their whole day in a better direction. Hell, it could start a chain reaction of random acts of kindness. Entrepreneurs out there, small business owners, startup businesses, and future business owners, I know exactly how hard, frustrating, and time-consuming it can be to make something from scratch. Just that thought of trying to turn an idea into reality 
can be completely overwhelming. How do I even get started? Well, with Fiverr, you can turn that idea into something that's easier than you could ever even imagine. With thousands of freelancers around the globe to help you with everything from website design, marketing, video and audio editing, designing your logo, branding your business, SEO, technology and data services, and so much more. I've used Fiverr many times for the small projects I needed done and just didn't have time or budget to add an employee. Had excellent results for a very low cost. I never knew how easy it was to use freelancer services. Simply search for the service you want, set the timeline and pricing you're looking for, and get things moving quickly. Not being able to access all those tech services to launch or grow your business because you didn't know where to start is now a thing of the past. You have all the help you need with Fiverr. That's F-I-V-E-R-R-R dot com. Check out Fiverr and see for yourself what tasks you could be outsourcing and getting things done easier and faster than ever before. Look for the short How Fiverr Works video at the bottom of my homepage at www.ricksolover.com or look for the link in my show notes. Next morning that you're in the drive-thru, let's say at McDonald's. After paying for your coffee, pay it forward and pay the tab for the person behind you in line. They'll be pleasantly surprised and possibly be inspired to do it for someone else. And it'll make you feel great too. In fact, I just did this the other day. My coffee was like a buck. And when I pulled up and paid mine, I told the girl, hey, I want to pay for the person behind me. Theirs was 12 bucks. I paid that and just told her, hey, let them know to pay it forward when they come up to get their food. So I don't know whether they will or not, but hey, I'd like to think that they will. Or next time you get your car repaired, when you go to pick up your vehicle from the repair shop, stop on the way and pick up a box of donuts or a box of bagels or maybe some cookies for the shop and just drop it off and say thanks for what you guys do. Trust me, they'll be thrilled as they don't get this a whole lot. Or donate a couple bags of good clothes to a local shelter or Vietnam veterans. Or maybe some warm coats to your local church or fire department. And not the worn-out crap that should be thrown away. I mean the good clothes or coats that you would still wear today. Those have some value to them, right? Or try this. This is something I've done a few times. Instead of sending a gift card to someone that's probably going to just let it sit on their dresser till next Christmas and then re-gift it anyways... Take that $25 or $50 to the grocery store. Spend about 20 minutes or so trying to find the best deals on non-perishable items you can. Usually the store brand is the cheapest. Make a game out of it. Time yourself. It's, it's fun. Actually, it really is. And try to see how much food you can buy for that amount. Then take that food and donate it to a local food bank or community collection facility. Once again, it'll feed many and it gives you a great feeling as well. Buy some kids' toys. Find a local Toys for Tots drop-off location. Or you could adopt a family for Christmas to buy gifts for. Try Salvation Army. Or call 211, which is the Human Services Hotline. Or go to www.volunteermatch.org. One thing I will be doing, and I would highly suggest if you do nothing else, please do this. Sometime in the next couple weeks... When you get your to-go order from your favorite restaurant, you know, the one that actually still hasn't gone out of business yet, give them an extra 50 or 100 or a $200 tip. I know that may seem like a lot. Maybe you can only do 10 or $25. But the point is, do a little extra for them. If anybody needs it right now, I know they do. Those places are barely surviving right now. That tip could make the difference on whether or not a waitress can survive for another week. Listen, at this time in our lives, with all that's transpired in the wake of this pandemic, our friends, our neighbors, the hardworking people in our community that have provided goods and services that we enjoyed for years 
are more affected than we can imagine and need our help now more than ever. Fact is, 25% of adults have had someone in their household either laid off or lost their job due to this virus. Almost 20% of homeowners or renters have had trouble just paying their rent each month. In fact, by the end of June, over 49 million Americans had filed for unemployment benefits. If there was ever a time to be a little extra charitable, to act a little bit more like a philanthropist, to open your heart and your wallet a little more boldly, a little more widely, this is the time. This is the season. Chances are, if you're one of the essential workers or essential businesses that has stayed working through all of this, you know, like the collision shops, like the providers for collision shops, you may have a little extra to share this year. When you think about it, you probably will be spending less on gifts with fewer relatives coming to visit, no parties to pay for at home or in your shop, and just think of the money we all save by not traveling anywhere this year or taking a vacation. You see where I'm going with this, right? In a nutshell, we probably could all be a little bit more generous this season. I know for sure that I will. I hope you will too. So just like the ripple effect of a small pebble when tossed into a still pond, the simple act of just buying a coffee for the person behind you in the drive through can have that far-reaching ripple effect on the world around you. Well, that's all I got for you today. I hope you take this message to heart. I hope this inspires you to give a little more, to do a little bit more this season, and serve those around us at a little bit higher level when they need it the most. Hey, we all know this past year has been really difficult for most of us to deal with. So if you have some areas in your life you really want to make a change, you really want to make improvements, you want to get to that next level, you have things you want to accomplish but just not really sure how to get there, you need some help, you need a guide, you need a coach, I'd love to be able to help you with some one-on-one coaching. Just go to my website, ricksalover.com, and go to the contact page and drop me a note or just instant message me on Facebook or Instagram. Weeknight and weekend appointments available right now. If you like this episode, please, please, please go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and rate it, share it, and leave a review. When you share this podcast with others, that's how we grow. And when the show grows, I can serve more people with my messages. I appreciate you, and I hope you have an awesome and productive week. I can always be reached at www.ricksalover.com, where you can find all my social media links, podcast episodes, blog posts, and much more. (laughs) 